So, Robert, that is Madonna, right? Madonna, sooner or later, from the soundtrack, which I don't, it's usually, that soundtrack's really not counted as an official Madonna album sometimes, even though it's all her. Okay, that was my question, because as a Dick Tracy fan, I know the soundtrack well, and you're the biggest Madonna fan. Mm. I I wanted to know, does it carry over to Madonna fandom? Do Madonna fans recognize the Dick Tracy soundtrack? Oh, yeah, because, you know, Blonde Ambition was all about Dick Tracy. Vogue is on there, you know? Right. That's her probably number one or number two. Next to Like a Prayer. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I was almost going to say number one, but those Like a Prayer and Vogue, they're the ones that get the audience literally rocking off their feet and we, nobody can argue truly that the best line in the movie is when she says uh, you know dick tracy warren Beatty says to her i can take you downtown and sweat it out in the light and she picks up a martini in the dark and goes i sweat a lot better in the dark and he kind of doesn't know what to say because he's like you know a guy that's tied down just trying to solve a case so he's like uh-huh you know and Madonna kind of acts with as herself in that scene. And it's, yeah. it's amazing. Um, what, what's the line? I'm not going to get it right. Is it, I don't, I don't know whether to hit you or kiss you or something uh, like that. Yeah. You don't know whether to kiss, hit me or kiss me. Something I get that a lot. Or kiss me know. and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I've only seen the movie once. So I, I don't know every line by heart. I'm sorry. That's probably a good thing. <clears throat> no. I guess what I have to say, though, I forgot, is happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. We have a great show tonight. We're going to get into the highest grossing films of 2011. And I feel like the list has gotten a little better. What do you think? Mm, I'm still going. The honorable mentions are much better than the top tens, I think. Yes. Um, there's a couple top tens, but it's when you look at it, it's full. It's either sequel or franchise or it's just just studio churning out movies yeah it really is um so i'm really excited we did a show we skipped last week so i know the listeners are delighted that they're listening to the show now and i just want to give a shout out to some countries that have started uh rising on the charts if you will of listening to the podcast outside of the u.s and that is taiwan zezenu australia Chez, the netherlands bedogt south korea gumshibina and germany dankeschein so thank you for listening to the podcastle countries good. of the world. Thank you, sir. I was going to do some of the states listening, but I don't want to alienate people. What's Are you going to use different accents for every state too? <laughs> I, I, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, before we get into the, the list, I was re- went down a rabbit hole. I watched White Christmas this week, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Holiday Inn and, you know, some of the classic Christmas movies. And Holiday Inn, of course, is uh, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. And you know, Fred Astaire is from Nebraska. I do know that. Yeah. Is that like a big deal there? Is that like, uh, no, we don't really talk about it. So we, we no. have a number of, you know, Malcolm X was here and Gerald Ford was born here. Oh, I think wow. who else, but yeah. Um, Anne Ramsey, I think <laughs> do you remember her from throw mama from the train. Oh yeah. Of and Goonie. She was, I think she's buried here too. Yeah. yeah she so. was the uh, Fratelli mother. Godmother. Yeah. So we have, we have a number of Omahans that, but we don't really don't really recognize not too much. Yeah. Have you seen white Christmas? It's been a long time. I think it's one of those, the, the, the soundtrack highlights are what you know the most versus the actual movie. Right. No, of course. Um, It's a good movie. They have some of the musical numbers run. They're a little dated or a lot dated, I should say, 
But if you watch it again, just pay attention to the time frame of the movie. If you look at what happens in the time that happens, you're like, really? They pulled that off in that little time? Like they're in New York and then Vermont and like a night, like going to two shows. Like it's, yeah. it's insane. Um, well, maybe it was it's Christmas a white, magic. It's a white Christmas. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> they make a joke about that. They're like, they? yeah, we have a better chance getting a Republican up here. Uh, did you watch Annie? The, the new the live any live was no, on the other night so oh no no i didn't even know about that what, how was it uh there was it was it was clunky beginning we had a lot of out of focus shots and backs of camera men and uh trying to follow whatever and some of the things just it wasn't there's only a couple of songs that really kind of hit it off um and the one that really worked for me was um uh all you gotta do is wear a smile is that what it's called i can't remember you know what with yeah. the the orphan girls are singing, but I don't. This time watching it in 2021 is a little creepy. You know, it's like watching Daddy mm. Epstein go pick a girl out. You know, yeah, that <laughs> is he, a little creepy. He, he wanted a boy at first, but a girl will do. And <laughs> yeah, it doesn't and, it doesn't age well that yeah facet of it. And uh, yeah, the uh, who's on trial now? Right now, G uh, Giselle Maxine. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. When I'm like, oh, she's playing the uh, the whatever character that works for Daddy Warbucks <laughs> to, to go get the girl <laughs> to go and get bring her back. Yeah, and and yeah. So it seemed very trafficy to me. <laughs> that is that does sound a little trafficy. Yeah, and like, let way, me show you the world. <laughs> let me show you the world. I want a boy. Well, a girl it is. That'll do. You know, I was reading about that Giselle, whatever her name is, and yep. apparently she offered like twenty million dollars to post bail and serve her you know jail time at home while on trial how much money does this person have that they're like giving 20 million dollars to i mean Ooh, no, how do you yeah. make your money that's that's a red flag is my point no she's probably safer where she's at now i don't i don't know <laughs> oh well yeah but um yeah. okay so we got a great show tonight robert patterson of course of set-jetter.com the greatest number one mm. set jetter in the world and everybody says that i've listened to the other podcasts you've been on and they all say Robert, they don't, I don't know why they sound like Trump, but they go, Robert, you're the best. You're absolutely tremendous. They're Everybody all being you. very, they're, they're all being very kind. But thank you. No, but you are the best, Robert. And I'm so happy to see you and do a show tonight. And what do we have for the highest grossing film of 2011? Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. <laughs> so this is more or less the third act of an extended movie stretched out for your theater dollar and i haven't watched this one or seen it but i did look up the taglines and they're all very morose it's like <laughs> death is the last part the end of darkness is here blackness enters your life it's i'm like wow this was this was a really dark turn it's getting kids ready for post-adolescence i think is what <laughs> harry, what harry potter was about like this is it <laughs> You've lived your best life. Now it's over. The world's going to eat you and <laughs> yeah. break you next year. Uh, but I haven't seen this movie. So, really? yeah, I don't think so. I saw them all in the theater. Can't remember. As you know, I'm sure they did some magic and they saved themselves. I remember this one. They did have a little flash forward or something like that. It was like weird and awkward and bad wigs. But Oh, really? Yeah. Not feeling it? Never to be revisited again. I think I was excited. I think I was more excited. Like I never have to sit through any more of these. You've heard it from the maestro himself. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two does not hold up. And number two of the highest grossing films of 2011, we have Transformers Dark of the Moon. 
and dark is the character? You tell me. I think you, you might know this one. I, I don't know if I saw this or it was an HBO watch. It's a weird play on words. Yeah. You want to look at it as dark side of the moon, but it's dark of the moon. And I think dark is the character. Um, but I, if this is the one with Mark Wahlberg, I've seen it, but none of them hold up for me. So I'm going to say no. I feel like I saw the first 15 minutes and I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I can't even jokey watch this movie. Can't do it. Yeah. Not yeah, going to do it. Yep. There's not enough nostalgia to pump this movie back to life. So that's a, that's a resounding no. Nope. And what do we have for number three, sir? Off the to Twilight, a start. Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. So another extended movie because you, you haven't seen Bella moping around enough. So I assume on 2012's highest grossing films, we're going to see part two. I would think so. Yes. Which, and I think I saw, I might've seen this in the, I feel like I might've seen all these in the theaters too, begrudgingly, but. Right. Yeah. No, I think it was a, it was a powerhouse. By the way, I like Robert Patterson a lot. Thank you. Part, part one. <laughs> Did you see Eclipse, the last one in the theater? I see. I think I saw them all in the theater because I would have friends that say, I read the books and the books are great. So I just want to see how they're doing the movies. And I'm like, I would go yeah. and then just not, I'd not get anything that's going on on the screen. But you see, I, th- I felt like they could have done a lot more with the source material and it got a little ridiculous in the later films. Um, I don't remember this one from the last one, but it, for me, it does not hold up. No. I don't think it holds up for anybody. I don't know anybody that's like, hey, nope. Twilight Saga's on tonight. You coming over? There, there's chips. people, I think, that still go to the locations, you know? So I think it has a little bit of, you know, <clears throat> and it, it put right. Robert Pat Tinson on the map. So it there's did. something. Yeah. And he's a great actor, too. He's the Batman. The, yeah, well, we'll see. A lot of fire and rain in that trailer. <laughs> a lot of rain. And duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what they do. But uh, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 does not hold up. Uh, number four is The Hangover Part 2. This is when the gang went to Bangkok. Yes. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> As it always does in of Bangkok. Course. Um, yeah, I, I actually I remember being on the Warner Brothers lot when I saw them building one of the sets or something like that. So I, I knew it was going to take place in Bangkok or somewhere like that. But um, but it, it, this, is, this was good for a once watch, you know, but... Uh, people aren't going, oh, which was better, one or two, or, you know, like nobody nobody cares. Right. Yeah, it was 100%. Good for a once watch. Uh, it was nice to see the gang back together, the wolf pack after the first one. Um, but it's like a lot of sequels and they change the location to another country. They don't really age that well, but uh, I mean, yeah, once watch. So for the most part, it doesn't hold up. Uh, five is Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. <laughs> You know, these subtitles really don't give me any clue about what the movie's about. So I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. I've, I've seen them all. I think this one is uh, the one with Keith Richards. Okay. Which he's not even a main character. He plays his. Um... No, maybe it's not. Uh, but they all kind of run together. Yeah. They're so, well I'm... done. But the, they uh, this was just when power, Pirates of the Caribbean was such a powerhouse. They well, apparently it was too much in each. It was still making money. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they made like as, as is all of these top tens somehow. <laughs> I was at Disneyland one time, and it was a little chillier in the evening there, as it gets in California, you know. So I just had a shirt 50, on. Fifty-seven. Yeah, it was a it was a chilly sixty-one, 
And I was like, I need to get like buy a sweatshirt. So I just went to the nearest Disney shop. And the only thing they had available was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tail No Tales. And it was like written on the sleeves and the back. So I bought that. <laughs> Even for Disney standards, it was bad walking around. With now you stuff. have it for life. No, no, I I gave it to a homeless guy. Did you? Okay. Yeah, like like later, a year later or something, I found it in the closet, and I was like, I'm, it's gone. It's gone today. I thought you were gonna say you found it a year later after you gave it to the homeless guy because even he wouldn't. <laughs> he returned it. He was like, I'm not can't wear this. because I, I wanted to get something cheap because I knew I would never yeah. wear them outside again, and the cheapest one was like forty five bucks, and it was that thing. So I was like, done. We'll do it. It was bad. Sad story. But yeah, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean does not hold up on Stranger Tides. That is. Do you agree? I completely agree. Whether I saw it or not. Right. What if it was playing in the background behind you? And I'm like, Robert, it's on right there. On I don't pause. think. I don't know if I could. I don't think I could even have it on in the background. I don't know. <laughs> I think I would have a have a blank wall. It's then. not a hotel watch. Yeah. Uh, what do I have for number six? Sar. Fast five. <laughs> fast five so from what i could probably gather from title this is a the fast and furious movie but number five um but we're not we're not words are expensive so we just keep taking them out only only necessary words the next movie is just gonna be called fast and you're gonna be like what am i watching did they have one just called ff or something like that too I don't something remember, yeah but yeah F9 or, it, or something. It's, crazy. Pretty fun. it's just going to be a vowel of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a symbol of like, a. it's going to be the emoji, the car emoji uh, from your phone. And, you know, and I get upset every time I go to Universal Studios because they tore down the the rotating tunnel, you know, that you'd go through the tram would, I'm yeah, probably yeah, yeah. too young for that, to put the, the Fast and Furious horrible 3D ride. It's just, I was like. That, right. And then mm-hmm. a ride is terrible. Oh, yeah, it's one of the worst rides ever. And I'm like, what are you doing? And oh, I, I hey, one thing I don't like about Universal is they do kind of these, you know, they, they tore down E.T. to put up a mummy ride. You know, I like know. E.T. Know. is a, an evergreen movie. Yes. Um, Fast, the Fast and Furious is not a, I mean, they, this is the second Fast and Furious ride. The third thing, the first one didn't even last two years. I don't think they're Tokyo Drift for the dancing cars and stuff like that. But. Right, yeah. No, E.T., Classic ride. I love that ride. For the mummy, that just felt so stale. And Fast and the Furious, I get it. It made a lot of money, but not mm-hmm. everybody's watching that. Like you no. take dad and grandma to the, the studio, uh, Universal Studios. They're not, I mean, it's just a weird choice. Keep Jaws, that should be brought back. King Kong, yeah. the, the original, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would on. like for them to, even though it probably gives me whiplash, but I was like, why don't you put the Back to the Future ride back into the crusty land, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that was fun, too. Yeah. But that's the thing. Back to the Future is kind of an evergreen movie. People still love it, want to, you know, be part of it, whatever. It's a classic. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, Universal. Sorry, Universal. Fast Five does not hold up. Number seven is Cars 2. Robert, I was actually at the premiere of this movie. Oh, my. Like the actual premiere at the El Capitan. And with, what's that? With Larry the Cable Guy? I think he, he's in. Yeah, Cars whoever too. was in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Owen Wilson, like whatever. Um, I had a friend that worked at the El Capitan and she gave us tickets. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not a big cars guy, but it's, uh, it's a really cute movie. And I did watch it recently um, for children's movie and you know the whole pixar thing it's uh it's good it's it's got a lot of adult humor in it which is i always like 
I, well, I'll trust you on that. Even though I do know you, you, we always give an extra star if you're at the premiere, just because of the excitement. <laughs> oh yeah, no. If I wasn't yeah. there, I would say, "Ah, oh, this sucks." I, I this is the worst. This. Yeah. But however, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I do that. I, I do that because I'll, I'll be like at Sunday. We saw the premiere, and like at the time, we we're really excited. Nobody had seen it, and then later, you're like, yeah, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that good. That's. I always wonder that about Shyamalan movies. I'm like, if they weren't filmed in my hometown, would they? Would I really even like him? Like, I'm, I'm sure I'd like Signs and Yeah, Sixth Sense, and, but maybe I like them. Yeah. I'm a little biased. Is my yeah. point. Uh, yeah, it happens. Uh, what do I have for number eight, sir? Thor. And you know it's Thor. the first one because there's no subtitle. No, it's just Thor. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Um, so I, I kind of liked this at the time. So it was this is still kind of early on in Marvel Universe uh, kind of creation. Um, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman kind of felt like the out of place. What am I doing in this movie? But she, she gets that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. She does. A lot of times um, she's like a fish out of water. Um, I do remember a collective gasp in the audience the first time uh, Hemsworth went shirtless. Oh, he's an Adonis. Yeah, and he was like, it was like, oh, and they're like, I don't even know if there was dialogue, whatever. Mm-hmm. But every every was just like had to catch their breath. Like, he's a work of art. Yeah, so good for him. Is is um, Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth the best looking actor of all time? I'm talking mainstream actors. Um, I don't know. He's kind of up there. I re- I loved him in Vacation. <laughs> vacation no, he, here's the, he has a he great funny yeah that's the thing like even though he obviously he's known for this but he is he's hilarious he has a good uh comedic time and and so i think he should do more of that i think they used him well in vacation yeah no i i feel like he does and he is he is a i think he is a great actor he's done a lot yeah. of good stuff i love rush is one of my favorite films and uh he, he was actually he was kind of funny in the, the ghostbusters whatever that one was called yeah the, um the, after uh, uh i don't i don't want to say girl ghostbusters but you know ghostbusters 2016 yes by the way uh, off topic do you know where the best looking guy ever is hmm. the body fuel um yogurt shop uh health oh. shake shop by the arclight cinema in hollywood gotcha. like an actual go, no there was this guy in there we used to like work out at the gym and this guy was like a, a model obviously just like tom cruise meets hemsworth combined and my friend Dan and I would get like these shakes there and we would like, like, you know, one day we we're like, I just want to tell you, you're the best looking man like we've ever seen. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, thank you. I was like, are you like a model? He's like, yeah, I'm a model. I'm like, well, of course you are. Like, of course he's like, of course I'm you. a model. Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> but we always, we always talk about this guy. We're like he's just like this flawless man, like the skin. Like I, why is he working in this like shake shack? It was crazy. Well, that's an LA thing, you know, cause, cause I have that, you know, my theory of like, you get the cream of the crop from all these states, you know, these aspiring actors, the best looking people, whatever, and they go to LA and New York. Right. And that's right, why you right. have this kind of preponderance of like better looking than usual people. And then, of course, there's not enough jobs for the 1%, you know, right. <laughs> that no, that's true. You can get. And then, so it was kind of like, and we saw, I remember the first time we went to Sundance Film Festival, it was like, oh, is that an actor or whatever? And then they'd pick up her broom and start sweeping. And they're like, oh, they're just, uh, you know, yeah. But yeah, because everybody is like, but you never know. They could be, you know, next week. You never they know. Could be. We talked about, was it Sean William Scott, you know, was uh, working at Home Depot and then he's stiffler, you know? Right, right. That's a good point. Yeah, LA is the, the town where all the, like the funniest slash best looking whatever person in their small town is like crowned there and they come to LA and they're just like another. You're just another, another, another Shake Shack. 
another Shake Shack. <laughs> Uh, but number nine. Oh, Robert, this is one that you've covered. This is, uh, yes. what is which one is this? Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So the best uh, one in the reboots, don't you think? Actually, I agree. Yeah, because this one I kind of like. I liked what they did. Um, James Franco was still good. Shot in Vancouver. Um, now we also kind of have a. <laughs> we, we talk about the uh, what John Lithgow. Uh, I do love John Lithgow, but jo- John Lithgow can do no wrong. You know, no, he is, he is fantastic in everything he does. So, um, but yeah, so it's supposed to be taking place in San Francisco, but here you get some rainy Vancouver shots are the best that I could do at the time. So I think that the Vancouver locations that you filmed here or shot here are great. I felt like it did a very good job though, subbing for San Francisco. When I first they saw did. this, I believed it. Yeah, they did a good job. So, um, but yeah, so this, uh, this, this still holds up for me. Uh, this building has been used in many things. Uh, was it Cabin in the Woods? This was a lot of it took place in, inside this building. So if you look at the interior shots, you could probably kind of recognize it from oh, the yeah. end. If yeah, they that. they they covered up all the windows because I think it was supposed to be underground. But oh, great job! This is a great movie, by the way. At least I like it. I I know where this is. The Stanley Park Zoo. Stanley Park Zoom. Zoom. Oh, see, Stanley- you always. <laughs> I was way. I was ahead of my time. This, but this this location is a famous spot. It's you know the abandoned bear cage or whatever. Yep. Um, were you able to get in here? Is it like a functioning zoo or something? Um, it's attached to the functioning zoo, so you can still at that at the time. I don't know if anything's changed. You could walk through there and see this is where things used to be. So it's not destroyed or anything. But yeah, uh, but yeah, you could just walk through, and I I knew enough that it was shot there to kind of see the sets. Oh. So. Next time you go to Canada, I can come with you as your assistant. If they ever let us in again, <laughs> they're like, screw yeah. you. You're like, no, I'm sorry, United States. So, sorry. but yeah, so this is supposed to be, I can't remember which park it's supposed to be in San Francisco, but um, pretty yeah, much the same. The, Obviously, the, they didn't move the rocks. No, they didn't move the rocks. Um, it was a great shot here. Great locations. Thank you. Uh, match these up. This is an eerie shot. This is downtown San Francisco where the apes are on top of the building. Yep. And here's, here's a couple you. of the cast. And this this is the guy at the bottom, um, Tyler Labine. Yes. He's the guy that caught the virus initially, right? Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, and he was in one of my favorite shows. Um, and now I'm not going to be able to think of it. Reaper. Reaper. Oh, okay. Which was also shot in Vancouver. I think it was on for two or three seasons. So uh, I like that a lot. Oh, and Mr. Cool. James Franco. And Mr. James Franco. Um, I saw this theatrically. I've I've seen it a few subsequent times. I'm a I'm actually a big fan of this this movie. It's a good one, um, and I know how the the sequels after this. It made sense where they went for it, but it just wasn't as fun as this one. Right, I agree. Yeah, yeah it, they did a good job as far as like visual experience, but a lot of it's just the apes in the woods, and it, yeah. it felt a little like Walking Deadish, you know. Yeah, but it uh, they're good movies, and I do like that they gave a lot of tributes to. The originals, you know, with like the Icarus and they, they pepper in like little things that aren't really important to the plot that yeah. give homage, I should say, which is cool. So, so thumbs up, thumbs up. Rise of the Planet of the Apes still holds up. And number 10 is Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, I only saw this once, Robert, oh. and I enjoyed it. I own this on Blu-ray, so I must have liked it. Um, I think I I have the 3D version too. So I spent some really? extra bucks. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, but no, I think I liked, I think it was, this was kind of a good, well-rounded movie. I like, I think they do better when they go back in time, you know, rather than everything taking place in 2011 or whatever the current year is. So I think those type of things work better for me. Yeah. The historical like world war two mm-hmm. backdrop. Yeah. Sure. So some retconning, but it makes it, yeah, makes the superhero thing kind of make more sense to me. Right. I mean, it's no wonder woman 1984, but Ooh. it's up there. <laughs> Oof, you know, and that, oh. uh, well, they could have done so much. Yeah. I, really? And they just failed at every, every turn that they could, they kept failing. So not good. Uh, but those are the top 10 highest grossing films of 2011. So kind of a weak list overall and honorable mentions. These are movies that we feel you should give a watch or not, but they're worth mentioning. And number one is contagion, which of course Oof. has seen, Renewed interest since the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. So I, remember, I saw this in the theater, I remember, and, uh, and it, it kind of freaked me out. And then I think I rewrite, I think in January or February, I think um, I bought it again because I'm like, I think this is going to be happening, you know. And uh, it's straight, I don't know if you've watched it lately, but everything they talk about, they kind of drop it's lines a, or whatever is now part of our normal vernacular, you know. <laughs> Social distancing, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Damon saying, don't worry, things will get normal <laughs> soon, back to normal. Um, yeah, I saw this theatrically too. I really enjoyed it. I, I love the movie Outbreak, and there really hasn't been a movie since then, like until this. And this mm-hmm. is a superior movie, I think, in terms of the virus. So I, I really enjoyed it, and I have watched it a few times, and you nailed it. Yeah, they, they, the vernacular that they, they use that we hear like in everyday life now is, is crazy. Yeah. They had the same doctors, Dr. Gupta was on, you know, like yeah. saying the same thing. It's so. like, what are we watching this? And also they, um, they, the scientific community praised this movie for its accurate depiction of not, of how like long things take, Yeah, you know, they allude in contagion, like, Oh, the government wants to put it in the water supply. Like, it's not how the viruses work. We need to like do human trials. And that's like a year. And, you know, it wasn't like this glorious thing right off. No. The bat. And I remember at the, t- you know, you're watching it and it seems like this would never happen. I mean, there obviously it's based in, in as reality as you can, but right. um, at the time you would see empty streets and, you know, nobody's going anywhere. And that just seemed sci-fi-ish, you know, that like yeah. that would not, and then it all, it all happened. Right. I know it's sad, but uh, yeah, it, it's a good movie. It still, it still holds up for me. I yep. think it's, it's great. Uh, what do we have next? Uh? Bridesmaids. <laughs> Air Marshal, everybody remain calm. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You won't find the gun until I want you to find it. You can't put a gun up your butt. You can't go wrong with airplane humor, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know? Guilty. Uh, <laughs> and people still, I mean, I think my mother was still talking about, you know, like when Kristen Wiig is trying to come out to first class. So, hey, everybody. Like, okay, I'll just be a yes. second. You know, like, um, but yeah, the, the movie's a little, it's a little over, it's bloated. I, I'll give yeah, you yeah, yeah. for a comedy. I think, is it over two hours? I think it's, it's long. It's, it's yeah. a long movie. It's ambitious. But you got, you got the right cast. I can never get enough of Rose Byrne. I think she's, uh, oh, I love her. She, she probably has more comedic roles than, Serious yeah. roles now. I mean, she I think about great. Spy is one of my favorites and Neighbors and stuff like that. So, yes. Um, but yeah, so she's fantastic. Um, Wendy Joe, or not Wendy Joe, uh, who is it from Reno 911? I can't yeah. remember. It's yeah, yeah. Her. So, she's so, great. It, 
yeah so every, everybody's great in this movie so like i said it's a little when i go to rewatch it it's like oh it's a little longer than it needs to be yeah. but it's still obviously worth a watch yeah i feel like they had so much funny material shot that they didn't use discretion enough and they're like mm-hmm. just put everything in there so it, it does feel a little bloated in that regard yeah. but some of those scenes though they're just yeah. they're gems it does now it does have the chocolate chip cookie factor where it's like oh i just like making cakes and now I, my dream is to have my you know like yeah right. it's fine every once in a while i'll put up with it but right i, I just want to make cakes now i'm just going to do that for a living it took me six hours to make this cupcake and i'll sell it for four dollars <laughs> Robert likes bagels. Maybe he should open up a bagel <laughs> shop in Omaha. <sighs> Bridesmaid and still holds up. Yes. Jane Curtin is in it. Um, yes. Who's classic I, SNL. Alum. Yes. Not can, can I get enough of her? No, I love Jane Curtin. She's great. Um, next, we have Cabin in the Woods. Yes. We were just talking about that. <laughs> we were just talking about that. So, and I think this was like a, I think they filmed this a few years before. And I think it's either sat on a shelf or something like that. So yes, um, there was, was rumblings this, about that. This was delayed. So, um, but, but yeah, so Kevin, the woods also surprising shot in Vancouver, but um, so this was a, Robert has covered this, by the way. I have tried covered this a little bit, um, but yeah, I like this. I think I, I didn't like, I don't like it as much as the first time I saw it, but um, it's still fun. And I, this one is begging for I think sequels of some sort, even though it ends in a, a destructive poly- way. way. But I'm like, you, we can find a way. You know, there's always a way. There's prequel like, prequels, maybe Sigourney's still around. The Cabin in the Woods dies tonight. There's always a way yes. to release it on Peacock <laughs> and I got, simultaneously. I got my iron. See, I think I got my iron. Cabin in the Woods, I felt was such a refreshing take. It could have went either way when that came out. It could have been ridiculous if you know the plot yeah but i think they just did such a good job that it was so refreshing to see and it made fun of itself a little bit um so i'm a i'm a big fan of this movie chris hemsworth before he became chris hemsworth yes exactly he's in there with the book um but tell us about this shot this is uh british columbia yeah i said so, that like okay. it's a small place like, yeah british you know, the, the little, so little, little, little town of british columbia <laughs> so um obviously i couldn't get the crane shot that they have in the movie but no um but yeah, so there, there's Mr. Hemsworth um, and the same building that we just saw in um, Rise of the Planet of Apes, but um, they covered up all the windows because I, th- I think it's supposed to be like underground, 20 stories underground or something like that. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, just Great a couple job. shots. Obviously, it's special effects heavy. So yeah, um, as you do. Uh, yeah. And here's you with Tom Link. Tom Link of Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame. Indeed. Um, great work on this page, by the way. Thank you. Still holds up. Um, it does. In the woods. Uh, what do we have for number four, sir? Uh, Super Eight. Ooh, Super Eight. J.J. Abrams <laughs> trying to capture that youthful coming of age Steven Spielberg magic. Didn't make it. Did not even come close. No. <laughs> I saw this theatrically at Universal, Robert. I had I high hopes. All yeah. the all the ingredients were there, and I I watched it and I was just like, what? Ah, they missed the mark. It could have been, it could have been an ET meets uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind meets Goonies meets Explorers meets, Goonies. meets... all the ingredients were there, yeah. and they just they missed it. Why is that? One, uh, it kind of felt like they tried too hard, and they really, you know, when they push the nostalgia thing a little bit too much, 
Um, at that point, I think people didn't care, you know, like, uh, it's not, I don't want to go revisit that. But, um, yeah. and then I think at some point we got tired of huge alien things happening and with Cloverfield and yeah, all but, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They really missed the mark. It, it had so much potential though. It did. Cause it was but, a period piece. It was supposed to take place in the eighties. Yeah. So it looked okay. It just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very unmemorable. Agree. Right? Yeah, All I remember right. the beginning more than anything, and then you kind of trail away to trails away. Else. Yeah, Super Eight does not hold up. What do we have for? Oh, one that you've covered. What's number five? Scream so? Four, Ooh. and I think it was actually was it, I think it was actually called Scream Four. I can't remember. <laughs> Is this when Courtney Cox has the bangs in the hair? No, that was Scream Three. Got so it. Okay. They had to give her several years to grow out those bangs. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the only reason they didn't release it sooner. Yeah, so this one shot in Detroit or around Detroit, kind of in different areas of Michigan. So, um, so Madonna's hometown. Uh, yep, I was actually there for Madonna. So, and I took some road trips to do some. Uh, I don't know if I did some Eight Mile, but I did It Follows and Scream Four and Ooh, some some B Rabbit, some of that location. So, um, I do I do not like the cinematography of Scream Four. This Why kind of it weird, too glossy. It's it's. Uh, glossy out of focus it doesn't look like the other screen movies and kind of weird color tinting and stuff like that but so yeah. this is kind of and this was good point a couple of years after they shot so everything kind of pretty much looks the same the bookstore i yeah i think is actually the window they look at is actually a door <laughs> oh really in real life yeah that somehow they made into uh, the bookstore window so oh yeah it is a door clever Clever, clever movie, movie magic. Movie magic. Yeah, movie so magic. it's Gail and Dewey's house, Northville, Michigan. This is all yeah. suburbs of Detroit. Yeah, so yeah, kind of outside. Obviously, it doesn't look like Detroit, does it? What's the political? <laughs> it does not. What is the political? Uh, uh, I don't know what that it looks like. A local thing that they were having at the time. So no, it says get off my lawn. This is Clint Eastwood's oh, house. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice uh, shots of these though. Great job yeah. matching these up. So oh, Ann Arbor is um, a beautiful town. It is. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. I mean, they can make that look like Woodsboro close enough. So, yeah. but, uh, and this is where they had the scream masks up on the poles and um, a couple other scenes. If you want to go down a little bit, let's see what else is there. Uh, Woodsboro high, once again, played by, <laughs> they, they did a good job. They brought in uh, fake poles it you know, to make it look like the Sonoma County. Uh, yeah. community center so yeah, good yeah. enough if you didn't if you were really paying attention you might think it's about the same school yeah yeah no it, it works for so, sure good job um but yeah once again the police a police station was built on an empty there was nothing there so that was all a huge facade yes huge facade but but they, i what i i get they they made it look like the original so good for them did you have you gotten a lot of compliments on this page it's it's pretty mm. well done I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Thanos Scream Four is not as popular as the others. But what if I created a website called <laughs> Matt's Movie Magic, lo- film locations from every movie, <laughs> and I matched up shots that weren't even the real shot? Yeah. Like here's Elliot's house in ET, and it's just me by like just Starbucks. Would would the set jetty you, community sniff it out? And they would probably me? like you're wrong. You know, and every once in a while I get somebody's commenting on my Halloween H Joe page like. That's not where the mansion is, and I'm like, dude, I have a, I've, 150 images of the mansion. I think I know, I think I know where it's at. You know, Wait, for there. what shot did you get called out on? 
um they said that the mansion they only use these gates or what I, he was he was bitching about everything that i i got yeah. wrong and i'm like all right dude <laughs> but you didn't get it wrong i didn't so i'm not sure what he's what page he's no. looking at but so anyway but yeah anyway so, great job with this this page thank though. you um but it, as, as a movie hmm I did not like it at the time because I think it fell kind of far from the tree, but it has aged a little bit better because now we, mm. I felt like he was a little bit more onto something about getting attention to the Emma Roberts character, doing whatever it takes to get attention. So it, That's a it good works point. a little bit. Yeah. Agree with you too on the way it was shot. It was a little too like soft focus kind of thing going on. It wasn't that great. Yeah. But, Cinematography um, So. Um, I my sister owns it, so whatever star level that is, <laughs> that's a that's a six. That's something. So. That's a something. Okay. Something. So for the most part, Scream Four does not hold up. No. Okay. Number number six is we bought a zoo. Matt Damon buys a zoo. That's all you got to know. Yeah. Have you seen that, this? That's the plot. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Damon's like this single dad, and for whatever reason, he buys a zoo, which I assume would be a big undertaking and from a legal standpoint i don't know that there's zoos for sale with wild animals in the united states that you can just buy and they're up to you to feed them is it maybe based on a true story though too it is, I don't it know. is based yeah, on a true so, story and, so, and i like this movie it's a good movie yeah. it's just it's a very weird premise yeah. um, you can buy the philadelphia zoo for like 10 bucks i think the philadelphia zoo are they selling that? I will buy they, it. They might. <laughs> Do you know that the Philadelphia Zoo is the first zoo in America? I think I did know that. Yes. I've been there many times it's, as a kid. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I lived there as a, as a child. Like every weekend and as an 80-80 child, like my parents were like, what do you want to do, Matthew? And I was like, the zoo. It was like the zoo every weekend. But uh, occupied. I remember they, they had like the steel not steel but it made out of metal gorillas whatever and you sit on them and they'd be like blazing hot <laughs> yeah yeah Burning. it was a free-for-all there was yeah. a fun house with like all kinds of dangerous yeah. things that like have at it um but i actually so, got into a cheetah cage there once ooh. like the back in the 80s the cages yeah. the uh, <laughs> enclosures weren't as safe yeah so i just like snuck in and my dad like grabbed me and pulled me out but i was like yeah. i want to pet it i was this close to getting Oof. Crazy. Just like happening. <laughs> Just like happening. <laughs> but uh, We Bought a Zoo, I think, is a cute movie. It still holds up for me. I, I'll say no. It's not made for me. I Not made for you? Yeah, I don't like those type of no. feel-good movies. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, no. Like Love Actually. One of vomit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but number seven, uh, Robert, is one that you have also covered. I have, and I'm actually years. wearing a Final Destination 5 shirt. Oh, let me say. Oh, very nice. Cool artwork, by the way. That Thank is a you. great shirt. Thank you. Did you get that shirt originally? Like when it uh, came out? I think when the movie came out, yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I am a Final Destination fan. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, you are. We've spoken about that. Yeah, so this is one of my favorites, too. So this is the one that should have been called The Final Destination, because I think that would make sense for the full circle that this movie takes us in. I, I, I'm, I'm quoting myself. I see it. Good point. Yes, there it is. Full this is one of the great sequels, though, I think. Yes. It works. 
So um, also uh, in Burnaby, British Columbia. Yep. So just kind of south of Vancouver, there, the paper company. <laughs> paper company. Yeah. Those young accident. kids love working. Yep. So this is the Lionsgate Bridge. Um, oh yeah, this scene was gruesome. Yeah, it's a it's a great oh, scene. Yeah. So uh, the restaurant is down on Granville, and actually, I ate there. It was delicious. It was. I got salmon. Oh, very nice. Yep. So, and I can't remember what the name of the restaurant is in real life, but yep. So, um, so Gastown area, this is where the uh, spa was, where this poor guy gets it. That poor guy gets it. Yeah. Um, And this area is used continually in all sorts of movies. Just down the street was the, uh, some New York scenes from Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, really? Yep, not too far. Well, living in the city ain't no big deal. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, you know me. So if I'm if I'm in town, I will try to find every location that I can. So you did a great job. And there's Nicholas D'Augusto. We just talked about him. He was in something else last show. Uh, Dirty Girl. Yeah, that was it. So, by the way, uh, we did it on a previous show, House Bunny, the House Bunny. Yes, which I haven't seen. You and have not yet. Okay. No, but since I I saw that, I saw it was streaming in like two places, so I'm going to watch it. Um, <laughs> but it, I felt like the internet heard us speak. Well, they do because we're on the fucking internet. But, <laughs> like the streaming companies like heard that and they started like showing it to me. It's like I've never I, seen that before anywhere. Now it's like in two. And places. now it's right. So I'll, I'll, all I'll say to you is Matthew. <laughs> and then when you really? see the movie, you'll know what. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then I'll know what it is. All right. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Uh, number eight is Midnight in Paris. This is the um, pedophile. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, no, he's Woody Allen. Is this the Owen Wilson movie? Yes. Yeah. Two, two stars for Rachel McAdams alone. <laughs> Just because she's in it. Just because she's in it. Yeah. Well, uh, she, she couldn't say red eye. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that no, that her and the BDI could not do it. Yeah. Midnight in Paris isn't a great film, but I do like that they incorporated F. Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway in yeah. their kind of prime in a modern setting, which I felt like was a romantic kind of kind of cool thing to do. No, you have to give them that um, because it yeah. was kind of a, a mix. I was not a mixed art, but you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's a good you point. Know, so. Um, overall, it does not hold up, but it's it's kind of cool to see some of the period figures yeah. uh, in a contemporary setting. So. You can secretly watch it. You just can't talk about it. And you just can't As with it. all Woody Allen movies. So. Right. Yeah. You can't yep, bring yep, it up. Yep. Otherwise, it's going to be bad news. Yep. Um, and then we have Drive. This is yes. a great film. This is one that you covered. This is probably one of my top 10 movies, maybe. I don't know. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So This is a great movie. I... Um, and I don't know, did you see it in the theater or probably, I mean, I caught it opening night no. and my friend's like, let's go see this. I'm like, what is it? And you couldn't really tell. And the movie starts and it's in like, it's like, is this an eighties movie? Cause, and the pink yeah. thing. And I'm like, what, what air, where are, what's going on? And then yeah, is this licensed to drive? Loving it. And then actually I was flying out to LA the next day, I think, or something like that. So Oh, cool. I was like furiously trying to um, remember Find locations him? and stuff like that uh, for my trip. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So that's why my shots are too many, but I just wanted to kind of, you know me, I'm going to be first. So, yeah, of course. Now you did, yeah. you did a great job. Yeah. 
<laughs> and and sometimes in my pictures you can see me holding my paper of locations <laughs> were you holding it here yeah and oh, that, that first picture i'm like here's my list of locations for the day so so you you um, just you got these shots just as the movie came out yeah 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 oh nice right before it came out or as it came out yeah so oh perfect but uh but yeah so i knew enough how to replicate some shops shots and so the ninos that's actually vincenzo's pizza but they had the ninos poster still up uh oh cool there which was kind of cool so and had pizza there you could tell it's day one i'm wearing madonna so. oh hell yeah <laughs> what's the condition of that shirt right now it's actually it's it's kept in a nice drawer for posterity at Got this it. point so it's and I, it has been replaced by the next shirt for the next 20 years so nice <laughs> if i can <laughs> keep continue to fit inside it so drive is a good flick though yeah it really is. so um and i think the speedway's gone i think they've torn it down since i've been there so i was just going to ask you where in this is up santa in santa clarita, clarita so they shot a lot up in, in santa clarita so um but uh but yeah i think i was looking i'm like i think Focus. this is completely gone oh shit that's sad but, um i requested this booth uh, at the Denny's. I don't think it was a Denny's at the time. I think it said something, but um, yeah. And if they probably they're kind of weirdos, like, all right. Uh, <laughs> I said, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait, we'll wait for that. I need to sit. You have to. When and yeah. Run. So, yeah. Great so, job on these shots. Thank you. MacArthur Park. <laughs> also, the, the, the place where you all want to hang out. Let's all go to MacArthur Park. <laughs> We'll feed the homeless. Uh, yeah. Chinese, I think, yeah, we, we went in before. They weren't even open and they let us in. And Oh, you've been uh, in this place? Yeah, they let me. I've uh, always passed this and wondering yeah. like, what it looks like in there. And they, you were here. They let me sit at the table and stuff like that. So, Would you go back here? Uh, yeah, we didn't eat there. They just, I, they weren't even open. They just, I don't know. I'm just like, let, let us in. I need to. Let us in. <laughs> That's cool. I want to yeah. check that out. Yeah. So um, anyway, but as a movie, it is, it's one of my top 10. I That's think. good to know. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, I think Drive's a great movie. It's fantastic. Uh, still holds up. Number 10 is The Help, which at the time, if I'm not mistaken, this did pretty well. This a was of, a lot of big, noms. It was. It was a big deal movie. Did Octavia, Davis. Yeah. Octavia and Spencer. I think did Octavia win for this? I think maybe. I, can't I remember. think so. Um, it's it's steeped in white saviorism, you know, and I think Viola said, yeah, she did regret doing this because, because of that up, reason. Correct, yeah, and yeah. it being not about the help, but it ended up being about uh, the white women saving everybody. Uh, <laughs> it falls on them, Robert. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it doesn't age well. No. Great acting, though. Their performances, especially for me, Octavia Spencer. Oh, absolutely. So She's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, both of them are are fantastic. So, but as a script and Sissy Spacek, then I love Sissy Spacek. Yeah, she's great. Yep. Um, but yeah, for the most part, does not hold up. Yep. Uh, what do we have for the next one? Sad. Horrible bosses. Horrible bosses. <laughs> a little bit of covered? a little bit of guilty pleasure for, for this me, is a I guilty think. pleasure. It's fun. It's got great yeah. cutaways, you know. Yeah, um, and you have the right cast that they're just they can zip through these lines. I'm not sure how much is. Um, ad-libbed or anything like that so um, i would i would imagine a lot yeah you know so so i think yep same trip i think yeah uh and we're in the same clothes <laughs> oh my gosh you are yeah i, love it. I think yeah same 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 day as uh chinese from drive yeah but, oh uh, there it is the great yeah. wall 
but um but yeah so it it, it i have not why horrible bosses 2 is kind of funny as well but doesn't hold a candle to to the original so this place yeah. closed down recently or yeah. something happened there was like some kind of scandal that happened uh, in this place. and you can see with these type of motels i i'm like i'll take pictures from afar because you yeah yeah i think there was some kind of like violent crime that happened here i saw in the news yeah. but yeah, it is a seedy place, but it's a yeah. great shots though you got. Yeah, so like I mean, it's drive, called drive, the travel in people. Yeah, drive by shots. So yeah, um, so this is just uh, near the arts district, kind of around there. So they they've used that for lots of different places. So they recycled it. They do. They they use it all the time for the the back seedy alley. Um, but yes, and wow, oh, Jennifer really Jennifer good. Aniston. I forgot she was in this too. So. Yeah, you did a good uh, job yeah. scouting out these locations. Thank you. These locales. And there's the now demolished Sixth Street Bridge. So yes. no Gone. longer. So luckily I got these shots before that went away. Uh, still holds up for me. If not, it does. I'll be a guilty pleasure. It is a fun movie. Yes. And The Muppets is number 12. I forgot about this one. It's It was fun at the time. You yeah, know? no, it is. It's a cute, fun movie. I don't. I haven't revisited it, so Better I don't. Better than the Peanuts one they did. I don't remember that. There you go. Point okay, so that was <laughs> point proven. I feel like I saw what's the the Muppets Most Wanted. I think I've seen a couple more times, but Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, I don't know because nice. I just like because uh, Tina Fey is like good night, Danny Trejo. Like I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Hey, any movie that's complimentary of Jim Henson, I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, so um, for for my member, it does still hold up, and obviously it was it was a good love letter to Muppets fans. Yeah, it was beautiful, a beautiful haiku to the fans. Yes. By the way, Robert, do you write haikus about set jetting? I have not. Haikus okay. are hard for me. It seems so limiting, you know. Yeah, a little bit. But random question. Okay, uh, next we have uh, Paranormal Activity three, mm-hmm. one that Robert has also. Yeah. So, which is probably just a, a couple shots, but, um, but yeah, so this one, I think this, this did better than the second one um, from what I remember, but it's still th- these, they're a product of their time. You know, Pe- people aren't going back to these and saying, Oh yeah. Do you remember how great that was? You know? And exactly. Um, and you revisit it and there's certain things um that you remember, and one I want to bring up: uh, this shot right here, Mail Street. Mm-hmm. Are, can you see the screen? Yeah. This is right next to my in-laws' house, and I oh, remember really? I was over there when they were filming this, and I was like, "Oh, what a pain in the ass! Like, what are they <laughs> filming?" And my father-in-law wasn't my father-in-law at the time. Was like, "Oh, it's a paranormal activity movie." I don't know why he sounds like yeah. that. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's it." And uh, I was, uh, I was there. I was there. Nice. At, this time they were filming this. Well, that's exciting because yeah, obviously it's, it's cool. mostly shot inside. I mean, they yeah. they really don't do and much that, set work. Everything that happens here, right? And now the listeners can match up Robert's page to where my in laws live and send yeah. them threatening letters for money. Say you're the have. one. <laughs> but this is a great shot. This is Northridge, um, in Buckingham Estates, and you were. You were here. Was this the same trip as the drive? I don't know. I don't. This is kind of all blur to me. So, but my my paranormal pages get a lot of hits for some reason. You see this house on the left here? That's it. That's it. Wow. That's where I was spending Thanksgiving, saying things like, "What are we getting the hell out of here?" What? 
please. Yeah. Did they have a lot of trucks? I mean, I picture it's, yeah. it was a low budget, but it's still at this point they started upping it. There were at least two. I remember. But which is cool. And I remember I was like, yeah, I'm filming a sketch today too. <laughs> so screw you, Perry. Hey, hey, Jason Blum, come over here. Hey, J- uh, hey I have a script. Yeah. But this is a great, you did a great job in these shots. You did a good Thank job. you. You always Some do quick shots. Work. You're you're a you, you're too kind, too honest. Uh, and fourteen is the thing. See, I don't know what your thoughts are on this movie. People shit on it a lot. I'm a big fan. I think they did I it. love it, and I do still you? hope that there's a. Uh, as, as you know, they did most of the effects practical and the studio came in and says, no, we need to CGI this up. So we know the footage exists. I'm like, oh, I wish someday I they, that. they would just release kind of their original vision of was like mostly practical effects because I think that works. So, so I, I love it. I, um, yeah, yeah. Fans. Yeah. Or not I should say fans, but some don't like this and people are kind of like, but I liked how, and they just bridge it right into the next one. Um, so I thought it, I liked yeah. it. Right there at the end with the dog. I did not know that about the special effects versus practical ones. Yeah. If you look at some behind the scenes, you'll be amazed at how much stuff was actually done practically. And then they just kind of either switched it out with more CGI or. Oh, wow. Kind of amped it up. And, stuff and they like never that. released any. I mean, it hasn't leaked anywhere. No, no. But I was like, you know, that footage is probably there somewhere. But uh, now this should have had a subtitle of some sort. I we're at the beginning of where we just we renamed the sequel or prequel the same exact title. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. And and for search purposes on streaming, it confuses you sometimes. Yeah. You're like, what is this? Well, even looking at the posters, almost the same. I'm like, what? Which, right. Which, which one am I watching here? But yeah. I, I felt I feel like the prequel was a great idea. Um, you know, the Norwegian team they didn't do yeah. a straight reboot. It like I, I love it. It's it's a go to. Yeah, and same thing when I talk about period piece. This works as a '80s. Yes. thing here you're you know we don't have all the satellite phones and everything yet right totally works unlike alien versus predator uh-huh. it hurts and, <laughs> and requiem and oh, awful <sighs> but the thing still holds up i'm glad that it it's does like you love, you love that movie absolutely um next we have one that robert has covered on his blog movie locations and more uh mission impossible ghost protocol could be number three or four or five. Who knows? Who knows? But, <laughs> I think it's four. I think you're right. So, uh, so they shot. Yes, yeah, you, you can see my old, kind of old school blog, and uh, obviously Vancouver surprise. Um, surprise. A <laughs> uh, lot of uh, bridges and stuff where they were. Look! Look how they have to dirty it up, dirty up Vancouver to make it look like a different spot. And there's a phone booth too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, that there is the actual phone booth oh, for wow. somewhere, somewhere I to, Paramount, where did, maybe I think. Yeah. Where did Vancouver fill in for? What city? Uh, I don't remember. Obviously, they go all over the globe, so I can't remember where they're supposed to be. So, right. Um, I remember at the end. Yeah, this is supposed to be the guy on the carport, whatever. And you see this in uh, what was it the RoboCop reboot? And yeah, you, you, you always see that Earth, you know, and yeah. kind of behind there. So, but so Vancouver always works for kind of ultra modern, you know. This is it how does. it played. Yeah, this is how we're going to look in thirty years. Yes, just look at Vancouver if you want to see. If you want to see United States, uh, <laughs> thirty tw- years, tw- tw- twenty fifty one. Just look at Vancouver. Vancouver. 
yeah it's a beautiful shot though yeah so i think i told there's there's a certain bridge in vancouver where you do you cross over into downtown and it literally feels like you're in cgi world it does not really it's i remember i was my sister one time i'm like oh my god it's like these are these buildings it just looks fake it literally looked like you're in cgi oh my gosh like it looks like a facade it does i was like what is this so um yeah so this is supposed to be seattle but this is granville island which i've had many a lunch down here many a lunch do you get many a lunch i do when in rome they kind of have a market kind of thing here but yeah but uh ghost protocol i think i watched it not too long ago it's still this is hotel watching for sure i just commented too did you oh geez you have to it says you have to oh i have to prove it so i'll wait and see are you going to go in there and see 300 like unapproved comments? <laughs> I do every once in a while and, and, and see stuff. and like, what are people telling? And like, why don't you put the editor addresses and all that stuff? But anyway, I do read the comments on set-editor.com yeah. and you're uh, very gracious with fans. I try to be so. I mean, I'm here. I'm a fan. That's how I met you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. And now we're making history together. Yes. It's amazing. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> but Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol does not hold up. Right? It's a hotel watch for me. Hotel watch. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is. They all kind of yeah. run together. Yeah, I know. But so it kind of does. But um, and next we have Robert. I don't know what this one is. I'm a I'm a loser. Uh what's your number? Yeah. So this is, is this? uh Chris Evans, Anna Ferris. It is a I not a guilt, I don't own it, whatever, but oh, I will yeah, yeah, I will yeah. I will stop it's a comedy. Channel surfing. Yeah. Yeah, got it's, it. It's barely a comedy, let's be honest. But um, <laughs> it's called but, Spade is Babe. Yeah, Ari Grainer's in it and stuff like that. So it's enough not to ever, you know, you watch in a hotel once every 10 years. Was this one that you, okay, so it's a hotel watch. Yeah. I think I've seen it once. Uh, Anna Ferris is cute, you know, she's funny. She's still in her funny mode and she was yeah. still not, not overly cookie yet, but yeah. So, does it hold up? Uh, hotel watch only. Okay. Hotel watch once every 10 years. There you go. Once yeah. every 10 years hotel watch. And finally is Cedar Rapids. This is uh, Ed Helms. Yes. So yeah, I saw this, this is a at, funny movie. It is. I saw this at Sundance um, during the premiere. And this is where I got to meet Anne Hesch for the uh, for first and only time. And uh, was also in Psycho, which was the anniversary he, today. He today, yep, Psycho anniversary. And uh, I think she's from Omaha in the movie, if I remember. She has some line from, I can't remember how she says it. So, but oh, nice. Um, but yeah, and I what I remember most, the movie's still pretty funny, and it seems kind of very Midwesterny. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I remember like the shots and how people are acting seems very Midwestern, very cliche. Um, but yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, I want to go meet her and. Um, she actually, she was, she stayed on the stage and I wanted to get a picture with her and she called me up. Actually, she let me go through security to get a picture with her. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get that shit crazy? And Hesh? No, she was completely normal. And I was just like, oh, really? Know. Yeah. I, I don't know what behavior? I was expecting. And, and she just kind of, uh, she looked at me and she's like, she was excited and I don't, I don't know. So yeah. So it's, that's so cool. She's, she was one of my favorite meets, I think just for that. So, but yeah, she's very down to earth. That's a cool story. Where, yeah. where did you meet her at? Uh, Sundance film festival. Oh, nice. Very so this cool. is where uh, they, every, everybody was of course. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cedar Rapids, I think is a, is a great movie. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is fun. I haven't watched it in a while. But it's fun. And I, I like Ed Helms a lot. 
I think he's yeah. a really great actor. He he's a little one now. He's always playing at Helms, but always playing the, at Helms. If, always try to cue cue in some musical thing. It's like yeah. I get it. You can play a few instruments, but you know it can work sometimes. If the role fits for him, go for it. So. Go for it. Totally, hundred yep. percent. Cedar Rapids still holds up. Yes, those are our honorable mentions of 2010. And next we have Can't Oof. Look Away, and we've talked about Roberts before, <laughs> and. I've never seen this, but you like raved about it. Like, why have you not ago. seen this? Jack and Jill. I'm sorry, uh, but like they got Al Pacino for this one. We need to get Al Pacino for the Dunkin's Donuts commercial. <laughs> is that what they try to do? Is yeah, that this, that's the premise. <laughs> the premise is to get Al Pacino for a Dunkin Donuts commercial. Yes. I'm sold. I love the plot already. <laughs> I do. I, I love Dunkin Donuts. I love Pacino. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. But you've covered this one. I have a little bit, so a couple locations. So um, but yeah, so I drop everything you're doing and and, and go see it. this. Yeah. So oh, not the first day of shooting here. You have your Xanadu. No, yeah, we this is a Xanadu day, so we're probably headed down to to Venice. So there's Al Pacino at the house. There we go. <laughs> I love that they have Al Pacino in this movie. Oh my gosh. It's like how and you but one, you just have to watch it to see it and then make sure you stay for the end credits. Oh, yeah. Because they, I, I, spoiler alert, they do get Al Pacino to do the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Oh, no way. Can't believe it. They did it. So, oh, Plumber Park. I've been here a lot. Oh, yes. So that's been used. That's been used on a couple different things, I think. But, uh, oh, that's so cool. This is where they have the big park scene. Looks like some trees are gone, but. Um, some drive-by shots, Borton Steakhouse. Hell yeah! Um, you, you can tell Great like work. there's not much to to get for this movie, uh, and they and they go on a cruise, of course. So because this is Adam Sandler, you got to go get something cruise, out of it. So he wanted to take a cruise, and so there's a big kind of cruise hilarity ensues, you know, between of course the twins when in Rome. And, yeah. So well, why is it can't look away for you? Um, because it is awful. And I love really? it. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, just you, you just need to watch the tra- trailer at the very least, and then you can kind of get a sense of, of what you're getting in for. But <laughs> I've seen the trailer. I think that's yeah. why I didn't watch it. I you want like, to play know. Twister with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Twister with your sister. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but you, would, you always watch this if it's on. I own this. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> do you really i own this on blu-ray and i'll be the first one to buy it if it comes out on 4k <laughs> oh good for you i, I, I like I when st- you watch these movies. i know i have not gotten my sister to watch it yet it is hard this is harder than getting people to watch king kong lives oh really <laughs> yeah wow, people are tiny not, stethoscopes and people stuff? are not wanting to do it so no. i was like come on it's come so on. good yeah let's watch it king kong lives <laughs> that is so funny so the Jack UF and Jill homework. still holds up. Yes, I do have yes. homework. I will watch this. Yeah. I absolutely will. Uh, my can't look away. Uh, now that we're on the whole zoo theme, is Zookeeper with Kevin James. <laughs> so I don't know why this would be a can't look away. What's not to like about Kevin James as being a zookeeper with talking animals? I, like this, I don't understand. It is this like Corky Romano era, not era, but uh, how does it feel? It has it? the same feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I, for whatever reason, Kevin James is on a bunch of my can't look aways. He's Paul Blart mall cop in this one. So between 2008 and 2012, he was like cleaning up with these shitty movies. <laughs> so it's, 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 a, it's a really bad movie. 
but it is it's to me it's fun i, I have not seen it so it's a guilty pleasure i glad it's your guilty pleasure i don't know how it would possibly live up to jack and jill i'll be honest i'm sure it doesn't <laughs> let's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie here i'll tell you this though it's better than night at the roxbury oof well that yeah. that's something it's something that's something how does it fit on the Corky Romano list? Oh, no. Uh, Corky it... Romano is here. Zookeeper okay. is here. Rob gotcha. is here. Gotcha. Good Good to know. So, yeah. Did they make multiple ones of these two? I feel like. I don't know. They may have. Yeah. They also started doing like a Zootopia. Like there was mm. like, this whole zoo thing going on. Gotcha. But definitely a bad movie. Does not hold up Zookeeper. All right. It's fun. Um, that, was a, that was an interesting list. It was a good year, though, in general. I think it was a good year. Yeah. What are you watching these days? Are you you watching Yellow Jackets? <laughs> uh, of course. Are you watching Yellow Jackets? Uh, no, I just got Showtime. Oh. Uh, okay. Like two days ago, so I'm gonna watch. So, uh, so Dexter and Yellow Jackets is kind of the Sunday. Uh, what Sunday to watch? So Dexter's uh, okay. It's kind of going along. Nothing too um, outstanding, but I I've been enjoying. I'm enjoying Dexter kind of for what it is, but nothing's like, I can't wait to see what they do next week. Yellow Jackets has me riveted. Really? Um, yeah. It's and like I'm the just movie like, Alive, right? The cannibal. It, like, it, there's pieces of it, more Lord of the Flies type thing, but mm. um, Juliette Lewis and uh, Christina Ricci are just knocking it out of the park. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah. I like, I, I can't get enough of them on screen. That good, huh? Yeah. I'm going to watch it. We'll, we'll have to talk about that on the next show. Yeah. So they shot the first episode mostly in LA at the pilot. And then once it was picked up, they w- went up to Vancouver. So nice. You may see the same motel from Halloween Resurrection. Oh, really? Is it in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? Where like Buster Rhyme stays? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I recognize that motel. Oh, really? That's so <laughs> yeah. funny. But are you going to do a page for it? Uh, yeah, if I can ever get back to Vancouver. So yeah, I'm already kind of looking for location. And there's some locations I can't. Wait, is, can't find. is Canada shut down for? Uh, I don't. Not right now. I don't think there's some stipulations and some hoops you have to jump through. But with Omicron, I'm like, who knows what what point they're going to shut the door? So, what do you we'll, make we'll of see. Omicron? Are you worried about it? Uh, yes, I'm just. Uh, you you get worried about the kind of high possibility of increased transmission. Yeah. Um, I think overall, it's probably not, uh, it doesn't seem as, mm, I was to say, deadly as uh, the other variants, especially to those that are vaccinated. But you still yeah. don't want to get sick, you know, people. No, not yeah. at all. It's always good to be be safe, not sick. Yeah, but it's in Nebraska right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I read that this morning. Yeah. It's in like 10 states. Um, but yeah, hope we you did it. Safe, <laughs> What's that? We did it. We did it. Number one, USA. I knew we'd crack the top 10 for Omicron's first states. We got it. We're yeah. in. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be our show, unless you had anything else you want to add, Robert. No, I'm good. Thank you for listening to Set Jet or Saturday's listeners. We will see you next week. Uh, on behalf of Robert Patterson and myself, see you on the set. Good night, everybody.